Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Dr. Jessica Louie, who is a pharmacist and burnout coach. Very excited to have her on the podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, physician burnout, uh, as well as her career as a pharmacist and some other topics as well. So without further ado, let's bring Jessica on. Our sponsor for this podcast is our parent company, Block Health. They make life easier for healthcare professionals and organizations. The platform will save healthcare professionals and organizations time, money, and provide less headaches during the onboarding process. For more information, please go to www.blochealth.com. That's blockhealth.com. And follow Block Health on social media at BLOC. H-E-A-L-T-H, health, at Block Health. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Glad we were able to put this together. uh, And really looking forward to this topic today uh, on burnout. Seems like it's it's always been a hot topic, but recently it's really been in the news quite a bit. Uh, I would love for you to dive in by telling the audience a little bit about your background first, and we can go into the podcast from there. Okay. I am Dr. Jessica Louie, and I am a board-certified critical care pharmacist and assistant professor. And over the last few years, I've created three small businesses the first one being Petite Style Script, uh, focusing on empowering women to be confident in their outfit choices. The next one, Find Your Script, which is a pharmacy advocacy and resource center. And my main focus right now is Clarify, Simplify Align, really focusing on burnout coaching and decluttering uh, as a certified Kumari consultant. So really I'm passionate about helping people find confidence so that they can live intentionally and create some meaningful contributions to their lives and to the rest of the world. Excellent. Excellent. Um, now, what did you always want to be a pharmacist? When did that come about? Yes, I actually was first got interested in pharmacy in high school. I was part of some shattering programs, knowing that I wanted to go into healthcare, but I wasn't going to go the physician, doctor um, of medicine route. My twin sister actually went that route. So I applied into pharmacy programs from high school and attended University of Southern California for my bachelor degree and then my doctor of pharmacy degree. And one of the things I kind of want to highlight is there's a lot of students, right, that are still trying to make that decision, what area of healthcare they want to dive into. I guess, in your opinion, if you had to stare them towards being a pharmacist, what are some of the reasons you think they should seriously consider that healthcare career pathway? Well, first, I think that it's important that if you're looking into healthcare, that you understand the different options you have. So explore those options with volunteer work, shadowing work, and even potential intern or job positions. uh, So you understand what's available. And then in terms of pharmacy, you know, there's a lot of different aspects of pharmacy you can go into. 
um, afterwards. So you can work in hospitals, ambulatory care clinics, so our family medicine, PCP settings, retail industry, academia, um, and many other places. So you can complete residencies or fellowships in those specialties and obtain board certification. So there's lots of different options. I think that it's important to know, um, have an idea of what is out there and then also compare it to other healthcare professional specialties you may be interested in to really make an informed decision. Is what what was the bulk of your course load when you were you were in school? What what type of courses ideally? Which ones did you really take to? Which ones did you I guess not like so much, but obviously you had to go through it to become a pharmacist. And I know that's kind of putting you on the spot, so I apologize. But uh, I'm, I'm just curious. So first, I completed my bachelor degree biological sciences. So. Uh, there are prerequisites for pharmacy school and a lot of the science degrees satisfy those or you can, you know, specialize in something else and take science classes in addition to them. And then for the doctor of pharmacy programs in the United States, most of them are four year programs with three years of didactic classroom work. So the first year is some advanced basic science classes and an overview of pharmacy going into interprofessional care and who you'll be working with and then focusing on some self-care and over-the-counter types of medications. And then the second and third years are really focused on pharmacotherapy, therapeutics with pharmacokinetic, pharmacodynamic monitoring things and guidelines for you know all the different disease states uh, throughout our body. So you know we go head to toe um, from neuropsych to cardiology to infectious disease to GI nutrition and so on. And then fourth year usually is all didact um, all out of the classroom work where you're on rotations in different settings with some required ones such as hospital and community and ambulatory care and then elective courses. So I really enjoyed my second and third years of pharmacy school. I think that the first year can be a little bit more difficult to get through in terms of there's not as much pharmacy focus in it. Um, and I was working as an intern pharmacist at a hospital um, associated with the school. And that really helped me you know, progress throughout the program because I was able to apply a lot of things I was learning right away to patient care. And I think that it's really important that students get involved in volunteering or working during school to really be able to apply their knowledge right away. I'd, I'd like to dive more into uh, a couple of these these businesses that you discussed. I mean, I mean you kind of highlighted them in the beginning. Um, let's let's highlight your your main business right now, the one that you're putting the bulk of your focus into. Uh, what was it like you know, starting that up? How do you deal with time management? Obviously, you're a very busy person doing lots of different things. This is something we always like to to touch base upon with healthcare professionals, right? How are you how are you managing your time? Because there's there's not much of it, and there's so much to do, and, and you're a very busy person. So how do you spend your time? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good question in terms of when you're first starting a business. I think that you put in a lot of hours up front to really get the business off the ground. So 
that occurred in my first business back in 2016. So I taught myself all of the online management of it, of how to design a website myself, all the social media management things, and spent a lot of time just learning all of those things in SEO and Google search results and Pinterest search results for the first six months. And then um, because I had that skill set, then I was able to apply it to my two other businesses. And starting the business, you know, you can spend less than $200 to do all that yourself. Um, so all of them are based online. And then um, now I take a little bit more in-person type of coaching with my main business. But I think if you put in the time up front for the first six to 12 months um, and you know the skill sets, then it's really easy to apply if you decide to shift your business or open a new one. So now with my main business, I have automated a lot of things so I can automate my social media and my blog posts and SEO and things. So it's not taking as much time as it used to. It used to take up to 30 to 40 hours a week. And now I can scale that back to 20 to 30 hours a week in addition to my full-time job. So I think I was working as a full-time resident um, in 2013 and 2014, and I was working upwards of 60 to 100 hours a week. So that mentality shifted into my first career as a critical care pharmacist and assistant professor where I was used to working that often. So I didn't think that you know, working extra over 40 hours a week was um, a big deal. So I still work um, 68 to 80 hours, but, you know, I think it's important that if you have a career goal and you know what you want to achieve each month and each quarter, and then one year and three years from now, that it's really helpful to then set those goals and then celebrate those small wins as they add up over the months and years. In addition, I have a partner that also is working quite often. He is finishing up medical and residency fellowship training. So I think that since we're both very focused on our careers and our goals right now, it's helped to have a partner that's really supportive. It, it's so interesting to me, and it makes total sense, how many relationships both partners are in healthcare. Like, uh, how many, like, if if one partner's in healthcare, usually the other is too. And I think a lot of that too has to has to go with the busy schedule, right? It's because people in healthcare are super busy individuals, and that's usually what I've seen. It's it's so common uh, that someone's partner, if they're in healthcare, their partner's in healthcare as well. So that's good that uh, you you two both work a lot, and it works out well. When you're working on these hours, do you ever, do you, did you ever uh, experience burnout? Did you ever feel like you were there? And I, I know um, that's a big part of your business now is, uh, is going through burnout. Um, can you go into that a little bit as far as, we'll, we'll go into the business after my first question, but did you, did you ever experience burnout when you're working all these hours? Yes. And I actually experienced burnout before I started my my businesses. Um, so I experienced burnout both during residency. So I completed a two-year residency and critical care specialty as a pharmacist and then took my first job in academia. So I experienced burnout during residency and then during my first year in academia. And, you know, I was on this path where I had spent nine years of training to get to where I was. And... All I could think about was, you know, I need to 
get the NEPS credential and, you know, publish all the research I had completed. And I was getting, um, I was experiencing burnout, um, experiencing, you know, low sense of self-efficacy um, because a lot of my, I had over five research projects that still hadn't been published and been getting a lot of rejections. And there was this negative viewpoint about some of the research and some of the things that the pharmacy profession was doing. So, you know, overall I was physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted. Um, and, you know, bringing work home during residency, I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. And um, I was basically living in the hospital more than I was living at home. And that was something I did to myself. It wasn't the program I was at. I loved the program. It's um, excellent for critical care and pharmacy. So um, I decided, you know, after all of those things, you know, I was accumulating like a cluttered home, a bulging closet, you know, all these credentials. And um, I really had scattered goals during that time. So I had a life event. Uh, my aunt died suddenly um, at a young age. And I realized that life can really be short. And I wasn't really living intentionally with the things that were going on. So I decided to make a big change. And one of the big changes was reading Marie Kondo's books on the KonMari method and applying that to my life. And I started living with more intention and with less clutter in my life, both in my home and in my mind and setting clear goals. So I really transitioned into focusing on you know, what mattered most. So after I made that transition, um, I helped some friends and family do that. And now, and then I opened up my own business, helping other people through burnout and through clutter in their life. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's, I know, sorry about your, your aunts, by the way. Um, Thank you. I think it, I mean, it was important to find that I was passionate about things outside of pharmacy. I think a lot of people say that they feel they were defined by their profession or by their job. And I felt that way. So I was able to, she inspired me to open up the fashion and petite style script business because she was very in, much into fashion and confidence related to it. So I think that it was a good inspiration then to follow a different passion of mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think it'd be great. I, I know you and I, before the podcast, we're talking a little bit about this program uh, you have, and I, I think it'd be great for you to go into some more detail about it. It was very interesting, uh, and, and it could be something that our listeners and, and other people that the podcast gets shared with that they might be interested in joining. Yes, definitely. Uh, so I've been coaching clients on burnout, and it really is about how can you increase your time, your energy, and your productivity so you really can find fulfillment in your life and focus on what matters most. So I coach people in a 12-week transformation program. It's called the Burnout Doctor Masterclass. And we go through one-on-one -on -one coaching weekly via video call. And I've created a planner and journal to specifically for this program. Uh, it's a physical copy that I'd mail out to clients so that they can use it. And then some digital workbooks to work through some of the activities. So we really focused on how can we decrease stress and decrease decision fatigue in someone's life so that you have clear goals. So uh, similar to my business name, um, we clarify your why and 
clarify uh, your purpose and values, and that's one of our steps, and then curate your 90-day goals through the 12-week transformation program. And then we work on simplifying to free up space and mind to generate energy in your life. So we'll go through ideal lifestyles and um, you know different type of self-care with sleep, health, and mindfulness. And then really align all your goals and work into your life so that you really have alignment in your mental, physical, emotional health. So there we really focus on community and relationships, productivity, financial well-being, and of course, burnout and resiliency. So a combination of things, and it's really customized to clients, you know, uh, with our first call, really breaking down what their um, vision is for the next 12 weeks or 90 days. And the next program opens April 1st. So uh, putting that together right now. So I definitely invite any of your listeners to, uh, if they're interested, to check it out and see if they're ready to make a change in their life. Excellent. And, and what we'll do is we'll throw those, you know, your social links as well as a link to uh, that program in the show notes. So anyone that's interested can go. And, uh, and check it out to learn more information. Thank you. Great. Where where uh, can people learn more about uh, learn more about you? So the best place is my website, clarifysimplifyalign.com. They can also reach out via email at Jessica at clarifysimplifyalign.com. And on most of my social media, I'm at Dr. Dr. Jessica Louie. Um, and yeah. Uh, all the products and services and, you know, free resources. I have some free resources to really clear the clutter out of their lives and help with um, different productivity things on my website. Excellent. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the Slice of Healthcare podcast, sharing your story, which it's great for people in the space, students, and many others. So I, I look forward to staying in touch with you and uh, potentially collaborating on something else in the, in the near future. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I, I will put those links in the show notes and look forward to this being released. Okay. Have a great day. You as well. Have a good one. Thank you to everyone that joined us on another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Slice of Healthcare. On Twitter, we're at Slice of HC. We don't use that channel as much. We're going to start using it more moving forward. And be sure to subscribe to our blog, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. Looking forward to producing some more good content for you. Thanks again to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is making life easier for healthcare professionals. Be sure to check them out at www.blockhealth.com.
The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.